0: pod pod
1: pod pod rugby pod Hello and welcome along to this week's Rugby Pod, I'm your host and as usual I'm joined by Big Jim and Goody uh, and we'll get into this week's action shortly but first uh, thanks very much to the Rugby Pass for their help with the pod. You can catch the show live on RugbyPass.com and also Guinness for their help with the live shows. We're in Dublin on Thursday 8th of March and there are only a few tickets left so get on to eventbrite.co.uk if you fancy coming along to that. Uh, should be an awesome night. How epic was Edinburgh? Oh I was pretty chilled, yeah pretty chilled. Quite one. Yeah, quiet. A couple
2: well. of live shows, and then we came home, didn't we, Jim? How good was Scotland? <laughs> what? Mate, how good? What are you on about? How good was Scotland against England? i got no idea what you're talking about, mate. All, all I told you. Is, I told you. All
0: I know is this weekend, Leicester beat. Mate, I told you, mate. I for told the first you. time ever at Allianz Park. Mate, Scotland. That's the only ab- rugby I watched. Mate,
2: Scotland, absolutely. England. Let's talk um, about it. Should we talk about the build-up or not? Yeah, let's talk about the build-up. Or build should we up. talk about Finn Russell's pass or Hugh Jones's character? No, t- I mean, let's what talk- do you want to talk about? Let's t- should we talk oh. about the live shows? Oh, go on then. Let's talk about them. It was like a year ago. We went out with some
0: 17-year-olds or something, did we? Or what happened there? Oh, mate. The King returns, Jim called mm. it. The King of Edinburgh's home. Anyway, so we get there, do the live show, and you know, obviously all the Scottish fans are cheering Jim, uh, and all the Scottish fans are booing me. That's all good. All great fun. All normal. Very good fun at the podcast, at the live show at the Three Sisters. Great pub. Bloody cold though.
2: Yeah, it was cold. We were outside. I mean, so, I'm surprised with the amount of food we ate that you were cold. But we can get onto that. Well, after yeah, we'll
0: get onto that. Fifteen pints again, a soon warm shot, doesn't it? Then Jim's like, "Let's go out. Let's head out into no, town." No,
2: Goody's like, "Let's go out.
0: Let's let's head out into town." So we went to Tiger Lily. We all went for a bit of a drink, didn't we? Gin and tonic, uh, bag of crisps. You know, all nice, all nice. And then Andy Rose's like, "I need to go home. Cause I've got to work tomorrow. I've eh? got to watch some Super Rugby." <laughs> <laughs> and then anyway, so Jim's like, "Yeah, we're going out. We are going out. I know this town. I run this town." Anyway, so he goes, right, you see that place over there? That's where we go in massive queue. It's called Why Not. Massive queue outside. I'm like, Jim, I'm cold and I don't queue. So as you're the king, go and sort this out. So he goes, don't worry, Judy, I've got this. I've got this. So he walks up to the front of the queue, two massive bouncers. Look at him. They haven't got a fucking clue who he is. That's we're, a lie. Were we allowed in? No, we weren't. We were not allowed in. Got to the front of the queue. Embarrassing. Got to the front of the queue. Embarrassing it
2: was. Got to the front of the queue. Big Jim, big Jim. It's an under-18s night. <laughs> oh, Goody stood there with a kebab in one hand and a Marlboro Light in the other hand. He's like, "Oh, let me in, let me in. <laughs> no. They're like, yeah, he's, he's too drunk, it's a kid's night. So we went next door to the under-19s night instead. <laughs> I'm absolutely dying today. I it's heard like you that. guys
1: were doing strawpedos. Five days Mate, later.
2: Strawpedos. Literally, I was on the Andy Goody diet all week. It consisted of... Well, I want to talk about 10 this. to 15, 20 pints of Guinness. Yep. Uh, 10 Marlboro Light, a vape... Um, this is all lies it'd usually be a meal out before which was quite civilised and then it involved either a kebab and chips at the end of the night or a pizza one night we even went to all you can eat Chinese buffet (laughs) these are just lies breakfast in the morning I'm trying to ring him mate he's in bed till 11 o'clock I'm like goody mate do you want to come for breakfast stop making you order me some breakfast what do you want (laughs) full English pint of orange juice all this so I'll
0: tell the truth now so that's the Wednesday night we go out It's big night wasn't it yeah decent get back he comes barge. He's ringing me at half eight Thursday morning. Now, when you've had a few and you've got no kids around, you have a sleep. So half eight in the morning, my phone's obviously on silent. Didn't see it. Then at about ten o'clock, I'm just hearing this bang, bang bang on the door. I'm like, oh my god, a fucking big oaf's here! In there, you can hear him just booting, trying to boot the door. Dude, where are the fags? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, so I open the door and I'm, you know. literally udders mate his
2: udders ringing out around the side Uh, he's like
0: right let's go for some food I was like Jim get the fuck out of my room I will come and find you when I'm ready to get out of my pit Uh, anyway so he disappears off about 12 o'clock it was I reckon
2: we'll say 2 o'clock in the afternoon No, about 12 o'clock I've
0: I've got up I've had a shower i right. where are you he's like I'm at a pub around the corner walked to the pub you were coming out and uh, he said you were like oh let's get some food I'm like mate I'm not hungry yet Let's have a walk. I just need some fresh air. Struggle Street. Go for a walk into town and eventually halfway up to Edinburgh, uh, we see a pizza restaurant. He's like, right, we're having a pizza. No
2: good. He's like, right. We sit
0: down. We sit down. He's like, it's 12 o'clock. It's about 12.30 at this point. He's like, I got up this morning. I had a full English. He goes, then I went and had a club sandwich and chips. Then I had a pint. Then I had a bowl of porridge. And now I'm having a pizza. That was your diet, and I hadn't even eaten yet. I didn't eat for 24 hours.
2: Yeah, tell the shirts that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's what it does. Andy, good diet. So I'm struggling, struggling this week, but it's been well worth it. I mean, we, we should actually. I don't know whether the guy listens, but there was an incident on Thursday at the live show. So Wednesday went seamlessly. It was unbelievable. Yeah. Thursday we were absolutely mm-hmm. dying. And then well, we and started again. Though, didn't Andy we? Rowe. Andy Rowe brought his bagpipes up. First night didn't work. Didn't mm. work, did they? Which didn't was work. which was one of the most embarrassing moments of my life. <laughs> yeah, um, that was good. And then on the Thursday, it rocked him out. We had John Barkley turn up to a live show. What so, a legend! You're welcome. For rocking up though, mate, Scotland captain, two days before the biggest test match of his life, pretty much. And he comes and has five pints with Come us on, <laughs> on stage. Uh,
0: and, then, and then he plays like that. That's what
2: you do, exactly, people. Mate, that's what we do, but. Anyway, we said right, we're going to do this big thing for John Barkley when he comes in. We're going to we're going to pipe him in. This is Andy Rose moment. You pipe him off. Pipe him off. That's disgusting. He definitely got piped off <laughs> on the way out of the show. Um, but we're going to pipe him in. We're going to do something special for him. So Andy's there, like nervous, shaking like a leaf. It was cold. You whip out a laminated music sheet. Can mm-hmm. someone hold this? Yeah. So I had an idea. Looked around the crowd. Who wants to hold it? There's 500 hands going up in the air. Looked to the right, right of me on the stage. And there's a guy who looks like he's about 200 years old. <laughs> so I look over to him and say, mate, you look like you're about to die. Um, let this be the last thing that you do. Um, so literally, obviously, you're laughing because you were there. Uh, but the people out there won't unless you were at the show. So as he's walked towards the stage and we're handing over the laminated music notes, he has stacked it over the top of the holding stage. Holding his pint of Guinness still. Literally on the floor, smashes on the floor, pint goes everywhere, and we're like, can someone get a defibrillator? Is he dead? The guy's dead. He's dead! He's dead! And genuinely, I shit myself for a minute, but then he jumped mm. back up. Well, I wouldn't say jumped. You, well, Everyone I, yeah, He, helped he back was up. helped back up and he held the laminated music notes. Fair play. He nearly gave him the best last night of his life. Mate, we did, yeah. But so he's had a few if more. If sins. You're still alive out there, old boy. Thank you for that and <laughs> apologies and you're welcome, yeah. all of them into one. But yeah, good few days, actually, wasn't it? A good few, mate. And Edinburgh's beautiful. Yeah, uh, let's crazy. get away from the beautiful part, mate. All right, it's a beautiful. What about the game? Absolutely smoked England. And this is the thing, we've been building up to it for weeks. Goody's like, oh, England by 50. Scotland are shit. Laidlaw's shit. Finn Russell's shit. That's a Finn Russell shit. So he's not playing well. Okay. He wasn't playing well. I think regular little shit. Yeah, okay. He regular little shit. Uh, anyway, so he's giving it loads. As everyone knows out there is listening, you talk about egg, kebab, uh, all you can eat buffet, McDonald's, 20 pints What's an egg on kebab? your face. What's an egg kebab? I don't know. I think you asked, have you got the egg kebabs? <laughs> what egg, what are you eating, your kebabs? <laughs> I've eaten a ridiculous. lot of humble pie. And do you know what? Fair play.
0: Scotland were outstanding. But Every it, facet of the game. And I love how over the top, so we, we sat there watching the game. There was me, Mike Tindall, Jim. David Flatman, uh, Doddy Weir, Rory Lawson. Oh my God, Rory Lawson. Hugo Southwell,
2: Rory Tom Lawson. May.
0: Right, stood there, and you can see how excited some of the boys get. Scotland were beating England; they were cheering as if they'd won the fucking World Cup. Gotta eat, we man. I'm "Fucking go get on," like that. I'm sat there going, "You can see the two boys that have never beaten England, can't you?" It's <laughs> embarrassing, and they're all trying to jump on their coattails Mate, now. Oh, jumping jump on, up. I, no. I've been
2: confident. I've been confident for months. We've said it. But the, yeah. th- the funniest thing about it was, is so we're walking into Murrayfield to get our accreditations, and uh, the bagpipes are going, the smell of haggis, you can see the whiskey stand's going I was dribbling. Goody's like, Goody, <laughs> are you going to ta- back this up? So Goody said, I've got a bad feeling about today. I was like, yeah yeah you have mate. it was the the thought of the bagpipes, the smell of haggis, what did it, but you had a bad feeling what i did stadium, i did I did
0: say that to be fair um what I was saying was I had bad feeling about having to get my nutsack out in Edinburgh <laughs> in your kilt gym, so yeah, and it did happen.
1: Did you get I, you in that sicker? I did. I
0: did. Horrible scenes. Mate, horrible. It
2: was uh, oh, like this is the thing. We had this big thing that basically, well, well Goody had this thing that he was going to shave me, like Marleybone and looked like an absolute belter. But um, <laughs> So he primed himself. So Goody was that confident that Scotland might win that he primed himself before. So he, he shaved, his, shaved the undercarriage, shaved I, the nutshell. I it. I vetoed it. it. Yeah, fully vetoed just in case. Kilts on. And obviously, it's been 10 years since Scotland beat England. The place is like, it's. It's unbelievable. It's terror. It's everything all in one. So we're walking up the hill from Leith, the old train spottingsville, and people are going wild. Big Jim, fucking hell! Who's that, Andy Goody? The mother? They're going nuts. So, mate, we had to turn back. We had to turn back. I said, Goody, we, we, like we, this is not sustainable. This is we, like we we cannot go out. And mate, uh, we had to head back. So I said, Goody. There's going to be a murder murder in Leith. And then, genuinely, we ended up going for an
1: all-you-can-eat curry. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go back to the Calcutta Cup game. Yeah, let's uh, go. And 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 you mentioned before um, John Barclay's preparation, obviously coming down to the live shows, having a couple of Guinness. Having five Um, pints of Guinness. um, Yeah, um, 12 carries, 12 tackles, uh, zero tackles, miss, and three turnovers. Hell of an impact on the game. Seven out of ten, apparently, as well. Mate,
2: that's unbelievable. Uh, Apparently got seven out of ten. In the times. Stephen Jones. Does he give the scores, does he? He
0: gave the scores. He's given John Barkley a seven, who was head and shoulders above any other forward on that
2: pitch. And what did his opposite number get? He gave, Rub Ru- Shop. He gave Shop a seven as well. I'm like, you've never... No uh, you dreaming. Mate, the time's an unbelievable uh, spread. I'll do a column for them, mate. It's been received very well, Goody. Well, I don't are, think Barkley's bothered if he got seven out of ten after that, that, is he? No, he's not. But Barkley was unbelievable. Mate, how good was Hugh Jones? Yeah. How good was Finn Russell? Yep. Yeah. Finn Russell, unbelievable. Lovely seed. Hugh Jones, eight
1: tries in his last eight tests now. How oh, quick is he? What about his finish? What about his wheels? He's ridiculous. Well, apparently both his parents are English. Yep. Do you know that? I've got a quick quiz All for right, Jim. Andy. Man. Bloody hell, as, mate. As
0: we're talking about it, I've just got a quick quiz for Jim. Go on, then. It's basically, you, you have to answer. Okay. And just, you have to answer honestly. Okay. Uh, so, Jim Hamilton. Scotland!
2: What? <laughs> <laughs> what?
0: Jim <laughs> Hamilton, where were you born? I was born in Swindon. Jim Hamilton, what country were you born in? England. Jim Hamilton, where do you currently reside? Which country do you currently reside in? London. Which country well, do you currently reside England. in? England. Jim Hamilton, which international team did you play under-20s for? I don't know. But you keep asking Jim, me Jim Hamilton, question. what under-20s team did you didn't play for? I not play for under-20s. Inter- under-21s, under-19s.
2: No, like, right, right. John Barkley was born in Hong Kong. He's not Chinese, <laughs> mate. He's <laughs> not John, Chinese, is he?
0: Jim Hamilton, what is your nationality? I'm Scottish, what mate. What a fucking liar. <laughs> He's I'm Scottish. English.
1: I'm Scottish. Well, we're going to go to the phones now. We've got one of the heroes from the weekend, Finn Russell. Finn, thank you very much for joining
3: us. That's all good. How you feeling, big fella? I'm good, I'm good. How's, you,
0: a, how's the hangover, more importantly?
3: Oh, that's all right. What about yeah, that yeah.
2: viral video? Tops off, coronas yeah, everywhere. So you should make out for me. exactly. <laughs> oh, just tonight. it was you, mate. Um, <laughs> Finn, mate, let's chat a little bit about the game. Let's chat about your build-up into that game, mate. So, tough couple of weeks. Everyone speaking about it. Um, how was it for you? Like, did, did you feel any pressure? Obviously, you're going to feel pressure, but did you notice what people were saying uh, after them two games?
3: Uh, you see bits of it, obviously, on like Twitter and Instagram and whatnot. But uh, I don't know. I, I wasn't really too fussed by it, to be honest. It's I guess the job that we're in. You know, you get all that sort of pressure and folks saying things. But no, nah, it didn't, didn't, didn't really fight phase me that much. And you know, I think we went off to have the best start, and we beat France, but didn't quite click, and then against England we, didn't, we managed to click. So no, nah, it was
1: good. How much of a difference was the build-up to the Calcutta Cup game to the other games in the Six Nations, Finn?
3: Yeah, yeah, no, it was good. Um, There's definitely more, more press, more media that comes along with the game. I think, well, for me, it's the biggest game of the, the tournament, going against England. Uh, but I think it's... You still, you still prep the same, but just... There's a few small differences. You maybe talk about you know the enormity, enormity of the game and stuff like that. Maybe a bit more, but it's a similar kind of build-up. But everyone sort of knows it's different.
0: And obviously, uh, post-game celebrations were all over social media. That's <laughs> that's the bit that Jim and I like to see and, and talk about. How did you feel Sunday morning?
3: Uh, yeah, a bit rough. I got went down the other a, a medical check-in, so you get that out of the way. About I think that was ten o'clock, and then. Uh, and in, in persona,
2: trying to sort myself out. Um, <laughs> That's a Scottish way, mate. That's a Glasgow yeah. way, mate. Yeah.
3: Uh, nah, yeah, a bit rough, but I'm still young enough that I can get away with it, I think. So, I like think a few other boys, are a bit rough. Um, but it was fine. That was, like I said, it's a usual Saturday night out for me, so that
2: was fine. And Finn, in the game, obviously, um, again, we don't want to look back at the two games before. You did have a little bit of pressure going into the game. You started the game. I'm, I'm talking about you personally, but obviously the team as well. When you threw that wonder ball to Hugh Jones on that overs line, mate, it was, it was one of them passes where it could have gone, it could have been an intercept, but it was like pinpoint accuracy. It was there any point where you were like, holy shit? <laughs> yeah, I
3: think, well, when I threw it, I kind of saw it was on. I think, I don't I don't think Jonathan Joseph was expecting it. Now, so, um, well, he might be able to pick it off, but um, yeah, I think it was kind of, I don't know, I just saw the space and, and chucked the pass, I think, and... Could I played so much with you, it's kind of, he, he knows it's gonna come and he you know, he kinda of expects that sort of stuff. So, you know, it helps having a, you know, ten, twelve, thirteen all being, in, being at being in Glasgow. You know, that does help, you know, everyone knows how each other play and yeah, it it's just uh you throw it nine times out of ten in training, so it's just the same again.
0: Oh, mate, I never threw one like that in my life to be honest. But <laughs> mate. You won in many a sauna though, didn't you mate? That was good as training. I in did, sauna. Yeah. <laughs> um, so obviously the little frack our pre match in the tunnel, as normal flyoffs. we don't get involved in that stuff, do we?
3: No. Nah. I didn't, I didn't know what happened.
2: Someone said that after the game that there's a, I don't know, pushing and shoving or whatever it was. I didn't even know what had happened. But um, I think Wilson was yeah, going around rustling through feathers, mate. He was like he was yeah. getting filled in left, right, and centre, mate. <laughs> I heard. I
0: heard Ryan Wilson went up to Owen Farrell and said, "Jim Hamilton says you're hung like a squirrel." Let's have a look, <laughs> and, it, and it all kicked off. Mate, he's not. He's
2: a human tripod. Um, I, I'm talking about Owen there. Uh, so Finn, mate, again, you, I know the boys listen to the podcast and. Uh, we obviously speak about you a lot in terms of the big deal the multi-million pound contract that you've signed with in 92 <laughs> and the Lamborghinis all on now the white Lamborghini mate is that the signing on fee is it all going ahead now because you didn't play one well in the first two games there was rumours that it was being taken off the table
3: uh, no we not not decided on the colour yet oh ok, um, oh, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> Nah. I um... Yeah, there's a few rumours about that, so I'll, uh, I'll have to wait and see what the weather's like when I get over there in the summer, <laughs> and I'll decide what, um,
0: what sort of car I want, if I want a soft top, hard top, or oh, mate, I'll, I'll have to wait until I get there. Always <laughs>
1: riding in Paris, mate, so get the hard top, mate, hard yeah, top, Yeah, I've mate. heard that. <laughs> so you, you guys are six points behind Ireland now, um, and uh, I mean, what are your chances as a group uh, internally, do you think, of uh, winning your first title since 99?
2: Mate, we're winning it, we're winning. We're, we- <laughs> what do you mean, we, Jim? We- we're winning the success, Finn, didn't we, Finn? I heard Finn Russell do an interview and he was like, thank fuck that big lummox, Jim Hamilton's retired now because he was holding us back. Finn, <laughs> Finn, did I put the foundations in place for you boys to go and do what you're doing now? Yes or yeah, no?
3: Yeah, yeah, he did. Fortnum, that was it. <laughs> that was
2: the uh, character <laughs> bone over there. <laughs> Fortnum, is uh, is that what it was? In, in that? You were there, weren't you, for the Rabbits? Yeah. We're not allowed to talk about that, being That's told. Rabbits. Yeah. Um, go on, sorry, sorry, Ireland.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, nah, they, they've been going well. They won, yeah, they won our first three games, so, nah they're, they're always hard I've never played them over there um, but nah they're always going to be tough you know I've played them at home a couple of times and you know, a class team so uh, I don't know it's, we'll just have to kind of build up the same as what we did you know, last week and we've got this weekend off which is good but then um, we'll get back into it next week so I don't know it's going to be a tough game but we'll have to be, be the same kind of yeah preparation for us as, as we had against England so
0: and just just on that obviously with the no game this weekend what's your week look like this week just on the on the battle smash every day or <laughs>
3: Um, now we've got um, gym tomorrow and then uh, train Wednesday, and then I've double day Friday, I think. So we have a couple of days off, start of the week, and then um, back into it towards the end. And then you get what watch the games at the weekend and then sort of chill out. So basically, you're going out on the piss all week there. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: Finn, well, mate, good luck against Ireland, and I will see you for the Six Nations Championship. I'll be in Rome, mate. So, my good friend Finn. And you and Hoggy. Hoggy's one of my good friends. All the best players in the team are. Um, I will see you in <laughs> Rome. <laughs>
0: Cheers, Finn. Cheers, Finn. Yeah,
2: Bye-bye. I love his honesty.
0: Like, all those videos going around of him, Greg Laylor is absolutely fucked yeah. on the video. He's ripped his shirt open. He's got a bottle of beer, a corona in his hand. He's like, that's just a normal Saturday night out for me. Okay? A lot of pros would be like, oh, you know, I don't normally drink. But what a
2: good lad. Mate, that's what we Hell said. We said, and again, I'm so glad that, you know, we, me, I... Um, thought he'd back it up. I yeah. genuinely did. He's one of them players where, you know, Barkley spoke about it. He said, like, you don't become a bad team overnight. You don't become a bad player overnight. Do nah. you? They've had two bad games and played well, that well against France. But everything that Scotland have done in recent seasons has been growing, has been growing, but has also revolved around Finn Russell yeah. and what he's doing. Like Scotland not out a 10 like him in ages. And in- we spoke about the live said, show. Yeah,
0: interestingly, he said he's never played over in Dublin against Ireland. Well, that's a good thing.
2: Yeah, I know. You know, I just thought, mate, Let's say it. You know, you talk about Johnny Sexton's bollocks. Obviously, to win, win the game with that drop kick. You know, you flip that and that pass that he put out for Hugh Jones. I mean, I'm not an avid um, person that understands the pass, but mate, from where I was stood after thirty pints, it looked like a good pass to me. (laughs) Was that a good pass, mate? Unbelievable
0: to chuck it in motion off his bad hand, supposedly bad hand, and no one talks about anymore about left hand, right hand being bad or whatever. That was pin perfect on the money, floated over. Jonathan Joseph, and you do see a lot of these passes where you see one defender jump out the line and they float it over, and that attacker then has to wait for it, catch it, and then try and go. That gives the defence a chance to then actually realise he's out the line, made the mistake, get back. But Hugh Jones didn't have to break stride, it was that good a pass. I don't think Finn Russell will ever chuck a more perfect seed than that in his life. It was unbelievable. You talk about cojones of Sexton and stuff like you do, but not just for that pass, to perform the way he did, and there was a lot of pressure on him, and you know, as much as players say, As you see see bits and bobs, it doesn't really bother you. And he's a very confident player and a very confident person, isn't he? Yeah. But I've got no doubt every fly half tries to portray that. But you do have questions in your head about, should I do this You know, off the back of not being in great form? So to perform the way he did from minute one through to minute 80, massive cojones and a huge performance. And put George Ford in his box. Owen Farrell lost his head. You know, if we talk about England... uh, Scotland were absolutely fantastic. Take nothing away from them, but England lost their heads completely. Yeah. You got Owen Farrell flying out the line defensively a couple of times, Jonathan Joseph doing it. We were defending mate, as let's, if.
2: Let's talk about Nathan Hughes.
0: Well, mate, well, this is the thing. So, Nathan Hughes, he had a big ball carry in the opening five minutes. Yeah. Well, I didn't see him again. But this and is the Eddie thing. Jones said in an interview after the game. About They said, oh, Manu Tulangi, is he going to come back into the mix? And Eddie Jones was like, oh, he's got to find another two cylinders if he's going to play international rugby. He's a Kiwi, obviously. Yeah, I was going to say he's a Kiwi. <laughs> I thought he was Chinese. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you? whatever he is. Uh, anyway, he said about Manu Tulangi, he needs to find two more cylinders. Manu's played five or six premiership games on the and spin played now, well yesterday. And played pretty well, especially yesterday. Nathan Hughes played 20 minutes against Quinns the week before. Uh, well, it was two weeks before that. And was out injured eight weeks prior to that as well. Right. So he's picked Nathan Hughes as a number eight because he, w- he wants Billy Napola. well Billy Vanipola's <laughs> injured Sam Simmons is injured name me some of them number eight Zach Mercer's in the squad and playing well but, but you, need, he too you young? need a big carrier yeah you look down at Exeter Don Armand he's been playing well I know he's not a number eight but he could have played six or seven potentially yeah. and you look at the way John Barkley played and Watson and Wilson and Wilson Mate,
2: Watson was incredible as well
0: he was wasn't he Man, the, 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 Nathan Hughes you didn't see him one carry he'd emptied his sacks after 10, 10 yeah, minutes mate, exactly. and it's and not his fault sacks, small
2: sacks as well but it's, not, it's not his fault he was just not, he didn't have match fitness yeah and the thing is for me if we like again I couldn't see any primary, primary carriers for them nah. Rob Shaw was stepping up every single time and making a not not half a, carrier a though. he's not a carrier well, though why, why is he is stepping he? up then Because
0: that's what the sort of mentality is. No one else will do it, I'll do it. Yeah,
2: he wants to lead from the front. I just thought. But it's not his strength. England looked shell shocked. And again, I've been in many games, as we know, good, and as you keep telling me. But you go into a game with this hope, don't you? And, you know, England are a very good team. But I just genuinely felt from everything that I've seen that they were going in there just thinking they will rock up and it'll happen. I reckon
0: they train too hard. Like this whole thing about Georgia scrummaging against those boys. Like, I've seen England train. Trust me, I've watched a lot of train sessions. You've you got an auction
2: mask <laughs> watching it.
0: Over my career. Oh, I've never seen them, any team train to that intensity. We, we watched the All Blacks train, didn't see it. It was through the roof in terms of intensity every time I've seen them train. I reckon that the way we played. We were low on energy reserves. You should be bouncing after a week off coming into that. And Eddie Jones always talks about, oh, like this week, he's got some boys reconditioning somewhere. And it's all about conditioning. I'm like, you know, we'll give the boys a couple of days off. We haven't played well, genuinely now, since we beat Scotland at Twickenham last year. You look at our performances. So we lost to Ireland after we smashed Scotland. I can't talk about that anymore. Mate, so you, really. can't, mate. <laughs> no, you can't, mate. But that, literally, the last time England played exceptionally well was a year ago against Scotland at Twickenham.
2: So are you saying sack Eddie Jones?
0: No, 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 I'm not. I'm just, <laughs> what I'm saying is, Eddie Jones, we're still 24 out of 26 under Eddie Jones, right? So we went to Argentina and won with a and Dylan, bunch of kids. 24 under, under, yeah. and under Dylan as well. We, we went to Argentina and, and won. Dylan. Yeah, and Dylan. Uh, the autumn, who did we play? Samoa, Argentina, Australia. Who and who? We were average. We were like Bang average as well. And I know we rested Farrell and I've always said he's our key player. But then against Italy we weren't that great. Against Wales, we showed resilience but we didn't play particularly well. Launchbury had a good game, and the odd player did here or there, but you know you look at the Scotland performance, and no one, absolutely no one turned up.
1: Has you England plateaued?
2: Possibly, yeah. We were chatting about this over the All We Can Eat Curry on Saturday after we went in, that there's a few of them players in that team, and again, this is just our opinion under the rugby pod, that we think a few of them players in there, Eddie Jones has maybe been waiting for a performance like that, so he could drop them. Well, Mike Brown was poor. Yeah, I can't get away from it. I don't think Mike Brown will play again. I I just, I just don't think he will. I think. And this is. I'm a big fan of Mike Brown as well. I am, but I just don't think he will. Eddie
0: Eddie Jones is talking about the World Cup 2019. That's our Everest. That's we want to win the World Cup in 2019. Are we winning the World Cup in 2019 with Dylan Hartley starting as hooker? Love Dan Cole, but does he do a lot around the field at tighter prop? Mike Brown at fullback. George Ford at ten. George Ford at ten. But then I also think when we move Farrell to ten. I watch tens in a different light to what other people do because obviously it's where I played. George Ford, when he he's got Farrell outside him as a ten a twelve, and our attack is in motion, we're at times pretty good. Yeah. Farrell moves to ten. He just stood there and delivered. Yeah. Which is did? what I was good at. Which is the. That's <laughs> no, what you work. did. That's what you what did. Which all I was good at: stand still, pass it. Which is not what you want as a ten.
2: So I don't know whether. I don't know what the answer is because well, England Farrell need, didn't do great well, England at Teo. need Teo and I think they need Manu. And then you've got Jonathan Joseph and you maybe have Manu at 12 and Joseph at 13. Mm. But what, there we go.
1: What about a fetching open side flanker? It looked like you guys were missing that on the weekend. Well, massively. We got
0: dominated at the breakdown. And it wasn't just Barkley, uh, Wilson and, and Watson. They were head and shoulders above anyone else. But the whole of the Scottish team were having a crack, weren't they? Yeah. And so it's not just we should have had a fetcher as well. It's accuracy of clean-out, physicality
2: in the ball carry. Mate, it was desire. That's yeah. what it looked like. It looked like, literally, the Scotland team looked like they were possessed. Yeah, but you shouldn't be questioning desire at international level no. in a Calcutta Cup game.
0: So you look at it from other perspectives, and we weren't physical enough at, at clearing Scottish boys out, Some people moan about Nigel Owens. I've got no idea where that's coming from because I thought Nigel Owens had a pretty good game But Nick
2: Knowles is calling him out on Twitter. (laughs) I thought thought Nigel Owens... Nick Knowles!
0: There was was one early on. Do you remember there was one early on in the game that we were sat there going, oh, that shouldn't have been a pound. It should have been a pound the other way. I don't remember that. But in reality, we got destroyed. We can hold our hands up. Every facet of the game, Scotland were better than England.
2: Can we finish it on this, please? I know we've, we've talked mm. about it now and it is old news, but Scotland did beat England. For the first time in 10 years. Eddie Jones was right. He was right. He said two things before the game. He said, Finn Russell is world class. Eddie, are you okay? Yes, you are, because you are correct. <laughs> and he also said, Scotland are as good as New Zealand. Eddie, what are you saying? <laughs> You're right, Eddie. Scotland is as good as New Zealand. Hey, I'll tell you what. Send them homeward. To think again. To think again.
0: Irish. But that's the thing, though. You, you talk about Scotland on Saturday. I reckon they'd have beaten any team in the world playing like that on Saturday. Would New Zealand have beaten them? I thought they were that good, Scotland, at the weekend,
2: generally. And I'm not just saying that. Oh, all right. You've yeah. claw, you're clawing your way back into my good books, yeah. Yeah. And But how good was Edinburgh? Let's finish it on that. How good? Yeah, I love that place. Let's yeah. go back. Yeah, tell the others that.
1: <laughs> Ireland, Wales, did you guys catch that?
2: Uh, who cares? Well, I think Ireland do, mate. they uh, no, yeah, we did. We were watching it actually, hell of a ding dong, actually, wasn't it? Yeah, it what was, was a good was, game. Yeah, mate, it was proper test match, they? you know that.
0: Ireland looked like they should have dominated it more, but Wales, Wales are good. They hung in there for the fight in the fight, didn't they? Yeah, I think it was something like sixty nine percent possession to Ireland or something. Wales are and good. territory, but this is the thing now. So Warren Gatland, people are talking about does he give some of the fringe players a chance now because they're out of the competition? So you know, look at Thomas Young playing at. Wasps He is phenomenal We'd love to see him Have a goop Yeah Give him a goop. Um So yeah and, and you know Does Eddie Jones Change things Now for Eddie Jones Now I'm harping on A set about England mate, Leave it mate They if were you crap don't, Yeah they were crap But if you don't Give other people An opportunity now Before the World Cup When are you doing it
2: Right Let, Let's talk like, One last bit I mean Because we did finish On Eddie Jones Eddie, you okay?
0: Are you talking about that You okay Watson are you, are you to
2: fall back Yep 100% Farrell to 10 Yeah Captain Yep Jamie George to Hooker. her. Yeah. There's your changes. Boom. I'd make more. Go on then. I'd go... Underhill to start. Yeah. Okay. Got to give him a crack at seven. Mate, he was awesome apart from his, his unfortunate yeah. height. Underhill at
0: seven to start. You know, the whole thing of did three second rows work at the weekend. I don't think it did. But it has done in the past. It has done in the past. But if you haven't got an out-and-out open side, it certainly doesn't. Um,
1: yeah, what are you going to do with offshore? Go on, say it. Go it.
0: Oh, I, I wouldn't pick him. You wouldn't I know pick would go, people won't agree with that, but I don't know what he offers without a monster ball carrier like Billy Vinopola doing all the ball carrying for the whole of the back row. Because Rob Shaw's a decent link player, but when you haven't got a big ball carrier, you need something else. And He's got work rate, but work rate
2: isn't going to win you a World Cup. But you know what? Mate, I think Tom Wood's better than Rob Shaw. mm I do, Matt I've, I do Matt I, I genuinely Don, do. Ar- I Don Armand Don how, mate, Well Don Armand has been the form How form good would he have been? Leave him alone Goody well, I love him You love his hair the, love fin, his the fin Don Armand is a very
0: for me very similar player to John Barkley and how good was John Barkley at the oh, mate, He was the was best back
2: row
1: in the world yeah. um,
2: There we go Mate what about France Goody's mate you bastard
0: So uh,
1: some people saying that France would have been two from two going into this game if it wasn't for you I, oh, I agree
2: Someone said this to me
0: on Twitter that France would have beaten Ireland and beaten Scotland if I hadn't have got
2: Bastaro banned... Well, they wouldn't have been Scotland. But well, it, here's a the behind. first
0: thing. I didn't get Bastaro banned. You I, did. You absolutely judiced him. I didn't say, come again, you effing
2: homophobic slur. I didn't say it. I was commentating. I pointed it out. Yeah, yeah, and then that,
0: I told about him on Twitter, yeah.
2: Well, mate, he's absolutely devoured, mate. Wait, You're posting he, pictures uh, on Twitter of him like, looking, looking like you. Who's, Fat. who's wrong here? What? Who? Who made the mistake? Well, I'm just saying what the, the, the French public are saying, mate, I can't I ever agree. It. I, mate, I can't it. Oh, ever If agree. we have no French listeners, I don't care. I can't ever agree, mate. Come well, on, savoir go. mon amies? That's how how are you doing, people, friends out in France. Hold on, mon
0: amis or mes amis, which one is it? Mon amis. No, it's either mon ami. Yeah. The singular
2: or mes amis. The plural. All
0: right, mate. Bloody. Know, I'm just trying to educate, man right, Education. Mate,
2: you, you're never going to be allowed in France again. Education. You, your, bastard, your bastard's waiting <laughs> no. at the airport for <laughs> yeah. you. Um But he played well. He did play very mate, well. Actually, he did play well. But, but France
0: were shite What was it, mate? France. They're not. What's coached. going on? Cowboys everywhere. I mean, boxies at ten is <laughs> literally like. I might as well have a go, Jim. You might as well play ten, mate. Of course, Um Anthony Bello came off the bench Anthony Belland, what about you? Yeah, Anthony Belland. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Came off the bench for Toulon yesterday and he's got to be there. Teddy's quality. Yeah. Uh, but he got dropped because he was one of the naughty boys in Edinburgh, wasn't he? The Edinburgh 9. Oh, was he? Got frog marched off the plane. How happy were you when on the plane on the way home from Edinburgh, you were like? Yes. The cops haven't got on the plane. Yeah, and the cops
2: haven't got on. Well, we were in well,
1: I say it. <laughs> I found out exactly what happened there, too. Go on. Yeah, do you want to know? Okay, yeah, so, so you've, you've got the inside scoop. I've got, and the, road. I've got an inside scoop. Well, mate,
2: this could be the making of you now. We've been Listen. here nearly two years, and you've brought nothing to the table <laughs> apart from a dish of cat food. <laughs> Hit us, in. What's that, What have they done? Okay, this is, a,
1: this is a tweet from a police officer.
2: Can I read it, and then you can read it. The French guys were out, start bollock naked, and apparently Louis Picamoles <laughs> is screaming obscenities... Boxies little... comes behind him, Teddy Thomas rips his pants off came and, ex- behind him. And, and exposes that Louis Pickermoles does not have a willy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and that he is actually called Louise.
2: <laughs> Louise. Who sent you that? Good read it out then.
1: Okay. The French guys weren't sexually assaulting anyone. Allegedly, another guy was getting handsy, and Teddy Thomas took umbrage with this. This started a massive fight in Tiger Lily where a French player was protecting a girl and possibly seriously assaulted the guy. Uh, They weren't dragged off a plane. They were stopped in the lounge prior to boarding and spoken to. No further police action as I think it was just a drunken ball in the end with too much publicity. Uh, Oh, you bust the French have just named their um, squad to, to face England, haven't they, Goody? Let's talk about it. Mate, we're eating. We're eating.
2: I can't talk. I'm
0: eating a burger. It is unbelievable. Mac, Mac and Wild have
2: just delivered us one because we won the Calcutta Cup to food, Goody. Oh. So, oh, mate, you eat that. Tell oh, the shit's out tomorrow. Mac and Wild. Look how big <laughs> yeah. that is. That is delicious. Yeah. So, the, the French have they've um, come out. And they've, they've not picked anyone. None they of have them have been brought back in.
0: No, no. Tran Dukes turned the squad. Camel Shat. That's the best name in the world. Hang on.
2: So, France have picked Camel-chat. Camel Shat. Camel Shat. I'll tell you what, son. I'm going to call you Camel. cheers dad with the surname Shat what's your name son the camel my name's Camel Shat
0: (laughs) Camel Shat how good was that burger Penny Mm. Moo Burger how good honestly listeners if you have never been to Mac and Wild get yourself down there and have a burger there's nothing in it for me except
2: for free burgers well this is the thing I don't know good if you're the right person to um, talk about them to to judge a burger well because if they eat them they have become morbidly obese (laughs) like you could have um (laughs) So you might be the wrong person, but yeah, they were delicious. Yeah, thank you.
1: Big win for Leicester on the weekend. Yeah, Jim. Jim.
2: Uh, what? What What happened, Jim? What? Um, I don't know what you mean. First time Leicester have ever beaten Saracens
0: it... in the Premiership at Allianz.
2: Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, Five years in a row they've lost there. I commentated on the game. Um, yeah, it's difficult, isn't it, commentating on a team that you're still involved in? Mm. And obviously I'm an ambassador. i the face of Saracens. <laughs> of course I am. But I, I commentated on the game and I found it quite difficult because Saracens were that poor. Are they bad? Mate, they were really bad. And they played really well against Sale the week before. A lot of defence was brilliant. They were off in all facets. Mate, Leicester just looked back to their old self, mate. And I'm talking from years ago. Manu Manu played well. Manu was really good, yeah. Tamu at 10. Tamu was brilliant. Mate, they were physical. Really impressed with Sam Harrison at Scrum half. Yep. Managed the game really well. Mate, they were just really good. They were physical. Luke Hamilton, when he came on, was very good. I was really impressed with Leicester. I was. And Saracens was just way off. And... You know, it was 28-20, and the scoreline flattered Saracens, I'd say. Shout out to Greg Bateman, who scored a wonder try, didn't Mate, he? Mate, it wasn't just a try, he was awesome. I mean, that kid can run for a, Mate, he can. a shape on him with a belly on him. Exactly. Fat kids can run, boys. He, he'd be in the Ugly 15, though, wouldn't he? <laughs> He <laughs> uh, looks like a sloth <laughs> um, But no, but mate, he was very good I was very impressed with Leicester And that, you know, this is what happened when new coaches come in Obviously, Bakewell Tarts come in Similar to probably what happened with Ackerman at Gloucester They've got a bit of a response I know he doesn't do, do the attacking change, Jordan Murphy does But their attack was brilliant Great to see them back in the mix Mate, they were good, mate back, mate. It's wide open for that fourth spot Mate, Newcastle in fourth, how yeah. oh, good
0: They are fourth now And they've got some serious attacking threats And do you know what? With over on one wing, Sonotti, Sonotti on the other They've got Toby Flood at fly half. You can control a game, run a game, decent player. Good pack, well well coached, well drilled, good scrum, they, good line-up. They are. It wouldn't be a surprise package. That's the thing. If you call them a surprise package, I don't think that's fair, because we started talking about them at the start of the year, we did. potentially. We didn't think top four, we thought no. top six. But I still think, now Leicester got that win at
2: Saracens, I still think that they might sneak mm, themselves I back into the top four. Mate, they've got Worcester away. Mate, I don't know. It's difficult, isn't it? We called the team top four. I'd love to see Newcastle fourth. I'd love to see it but at who, uh, whose expense Leicester's or well I would I'd like to see Newcastle fourth and not Leicester I'd like to see Wasps fifth and Leicester third well no
0: Wasps are going to finish at least third at probably second or first you reckon yeah we're on banging form now but yeah interesting obviously Exeter had a last minute victory against Northampton, Northampton. and it's small margins Bath had a last minute victory over uh, Sale at the at the wreck as well and obviously Jimmy Gopeth got his cojones out Christian Wade scores a try with the last play of the game yeah. Derek Gloucester to draw it or sorry to put Wasps within two and then he slots a. Not an easy kick. Pretty either. tough. Is, is he a right-footer or left-footer? He's a right-footer. So yeah, it's wrong, a tough kick. Wrong touch line. Uh, I think he's about five or six in from touch. Tough kick. But Jimmy Goppeth has got spuds of steel. Is he? Yeah, good bloke, Jimmy. Interestingly, they played him at twelve and
2: Rob Miller at ten. Yeah, I saw that and didn't agree. Yeah. But what do I know?
0: Well, we've got loads of centres injured. Band, Lava Bulavu. Oh my god, mate! Nick Wood banned him, mate. Yeah. Nick
2: Pretty Wood, th- my mate was on the sighting panel. But in Nick Wood's defence, less of the law, he has got a point. But I, I, I've watched it, and I've watched it back. And I know, obviously, Hill came out and said that it, it was fine. In my opinion, that's a red card. Are you, you, you agree? Yeah, I, I, I think... I've, letter of the law, it is, though. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah, all right. But well, I
0: agree with you know Sam Hill coming out and saying, I just thought it was a good tackle. But that's the difference between the letter of the law and players' understanding and players' interpretation of what they think is right and wrong. Well, and that's
2: you, it. Most players would say these seatbelt tackles are fine. Yeah,
0: but... Refs off, after effort, of course.
1: And the disciplinary
0: the rules. panels. Rules it is rules, as Michael Walsh produced to rules, say. Yeah.
1: London Irish managed to get a win over the weekend. They did. They, the weekend I didn't. Did watch, I didn't watch the game. I
2: heard it when I was um, prepping for the Surrey's Leicester game. But keeps them in. Just I don't. Well, formally it keeps them in, but I still don't think it's enough.
0: Well, imagine if you're Worcester that they Worcester yeah. rocked up that game and they were miles off the pace from what they have been over the last few weeks. Yeah. Well,
2: they must have been because they've played one. Well, they, you know, they
0: played really well for the last few weeks, but then how frustrating is it as a coach. You go into the bottom team in the Premiership, a team that you can seal their fate, and there'll be no questions for the rest of the season about relegation. And the, and they they just weren't at the races, really.
2: Mate, I'm not too sure. Salamanders the. Solomon's. Sal- yeah, Solomon's is the. He's, uh, mate, he's done well to me. I don't to know. Not I know. I know. I know.
0: Yet, so I, know, uh, I, know you, I know what you're thinking. But there's chat of some
2: signings. Haskell. Heard about Haskell? Yeah.
0: So they're they looking at dipping the hand into the pocket to get some. Other the boys in. Lost yeah. Davy lost Dildo Dave to Leicester. No. They?
2: Yeah they have, yeah. That'd be a good
1: signing for Leicester. We called that. Um any other rumours? Yeah, have you guys got any other ones that are floating around at the moment? No. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, I've got Mike Haley leaving sale. Was chat he was going to Exeter, but he's found a Irish grandparent. I heard he, he was on a packet. Yeah, on a decent wedge at sale. I heard he was apparently. on an absolute packet. And he's sale. off to Munster, I apparently. I didn't know it, Yeah, he's found an Irish grant. It's like you, Jim. You found Scottish blood in you. That's what when you realised you weren't ever going to play for England, you were
2: like, "Eh, I'm Scottish." Yeah. When, it, when you cut your knee, it comes out blue. You're asking questions, aren't you? Yeah, <laughs> you
0: are. You are. What else? What about oh. Goosen? Houston? Goosen. Yeah. So well, he's, well, retired. I he retired. He'd he's retired. retired. He's gone back to work on the farm. Yeah. And then Altrad has given it. Yeah, you know, he's 1.4 million. Euros to pay you out of your contract before you've even paid him a euro to play rugby.
2: But that's but there was talk of him, that's what happened last season isn't there. There was talk that he went to sign for Montpellier already. Yeah. And that's why obviously he's gone back to the farm, we're letting yeah. it, seeing if he can get it done through the courts. So yeah. They've not been able to, and Altrad said, right 1.4 mil. I got the money.
0: I got the balls, I got the money. And then he's yeah. gonna pay him a mill a mill a year on top of that as well. Yeah.
2: Didn't realise Altrad sponsored the French team, money, team. Eh? Yeah, He's got a bit of dollar. So yeah. Any more so, rumours for you, Jim? Well, Jim Malander. There was talk on social media where he's going to go Cardiff. They're yeah. looking for a coach. Could see him going there. Hey, eh? hell of a night out. Hell of a night out. Um,
0: oh. Yeah, possibly. Oh, well, they're definitely looking for a head coach, aren't they? Robbie Fleck
2: to the Ospreys. Okay. Where's well, he coaching now? I think he's at the Stormers, isn't he? Okay.
1: All right, let's have a look at what's uh, been happening in news. Uh, Jamie Hislip's retirement.
2: Yeah. Poor bloke. Man, well, I don't know. I heard he was he was
0: suffering with a couple of injuries. Well, too. I was going to say, not poor bloke. He's got a shitload of cash. Yeah. He's not poor, but... Yeah, he's got a couple it's Never of... nice to retire early, is it? Um, no. By injury, because you look at Jamie Hislip and you always think, always plays for Leinster, always plays for Ireland. Always plays for the Lions. He's got another... He's got another World Cup yeah. left in him, and then that'll be a swan song, whatever. So yeah, massive shame. He's been
2: out for donkey's years with his back, hasn't he? Yeah. I know he's had a few problems with it, hasn't he? Yeah. And he's, a couple yeah, of operations. He's, yeah, he's struggled with it. But I know he's got a few ventures and stuff off off the pitch. But yeah, so we wish Jamie Heaslet well. Mate, we'll try and get him on the show. He's, yeah. a, he's a fan of the pub. Yeah. So we wish you well, Yeah, Jamie Maybe he's... we'll get him on in uh, Dublin for the live show. Mate, never know. He's got a couple of pubs in Dublin. Yeah, the pub's called The
0: Bridge, isn't it? It is good, yeah. Very <laughs> nice. I nice, you know your names no, your I pubs. know my pubs, my pubs, my kebabs, my yeah, burgers. Ak-Mash,
2: like. Akmash Kebab Shop. <laughs> um, Ackermans. Yes. In your old horn. Yeah, 21. In Cheltenham. Yeah, 21. I and mean, they're off. They got off it. Scrappy dappy Apparently they absolutely fell into. two No, they didn't really. So, I think it's all a bit it of... It was, was a bit of nothing, weren't it? Yeah. A bit of profile. I reckon
0: they, from what I heard, a couple of blokes were trying to give it the big one. They're going to, listen, eh, my brew. I will not accept this Disrespect. Night, night, no biscuit. Gone. <laughs> that was it,
2: mate. Night, night, no biscuit. Gone to sleep.
0: We've got a special guest, Jim, haven't we? We have. Basketball. The old Basketball. Tell what? us where what your name is, where are you from and what the fuck are you doing it. It's from Cov. I am from Cov. Well, my name's Basketball now. Yeah, his name's, name's Basketball. Anthony. And I'm here because you stitched me up. I flew all the way from Southampton to Newcastle to come and see you and you didn't <laughs> show you say, up. When you say you... Who stitched you up? I did. Thank you. I
2: Saw did. I to, no, him. it wasn't me. Matt, I stitched him up. Flew all the way from Southampton to Newcastle. Missed the show. I did. So I tweeted him, and I thought it was a caricature. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but Anthony, no, he's from Cov, isn't you? From Cov. Yeah, from Cov, yeah. yeah, Kersley. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say do you carry a weapon but I don't know if you can say that these days you um, have you got a weapon you got a decent weapon <laughs> not no, at all mate no mate. Can't, can't, I, I haven't seen it for ages no. <laughs> hell of a belly uh, so do you know what the good the bag and the is? basketball absolutely what is it it's
0: where Goody gives his summary of the week's rugby what's been good what's been bad and what's been ugly yes he
2: does yeah proper super fan he's from of course Yes, with a basketball head um, <laughs> so the good
0: plenty of good this week start off with a couple of my old teams in fact three of my old teams Newcastle won ten of their last eleven games in the Premiership or Europe, uh, which is outstanding. They've, as we said earlier, they've moved up to fourth. Yeah, that is good. They're a real threat now. Leicester's away win at Saracens, first time they've ever won in the Premiership at Allianz Park. Uh, and then London Irish. Let's give London Irish a shout out, yeah, mate. Yeah. Um, obviously, got their f- finally got their first win after fourteen straight Premiership are defeats. They stay up goody? No chance. They okay. gone. Um, they won. How good were they in the first game? Yeah, smashed Queens. Queens are garbage, though, weren't they? Um, I commentated on Toulon against La Rochelle try of the season who from the hooker Pierre Bouguerit ran from his own 22 Pierre Bouguerit, yeah he eats some burgers but legged it from his own 22 fended off Mar Nonu dummied the the winger as well who won the game Uh, Toulon yeah Cowboy Gautier he was up in Edinburgh the day before so didn't see the team run didn't travel the team but didn't matter because they won I think it's the first time La Rochelle lost at home in about 23 games really yeah so credit to Toulon actually we give him a shout um yeah, plenty of good. I think that's about it. That's it. No, we'll, we'll talk about the real good this weekend. Thank you very much. There we go. Of course we are. We're going north of the border. We're All going right. to Scotland. And the, the goo this week is the curry that we had on uh, Saturday night, Jim. How oh, good. That was unbelievable. The Have pes- you ever
2: seen an, a man eat three Peshawarinars? <laughs> the Nans, well, Nans I did, mate.
0: was the best thing you've ever seen. Mate, what was your shit like the next day? <laughs> oh, horrible. No, the goo this week. Obviously, Finn Russell was outstanding, under pressure. His passing game, his pass over the top to Hugh Jones and to Sean No Wheels-Maitland um, was pretty special too. Hugh Jones, big shout out to him. I'm, I'm absolutely loving this basketball, are you? I said it before the game, didn't I? You, you put down your 15 best players... Combined between Scotland and England, the fair few Scots getting in that team right yeah. now. And that I said that before the game, didn't I? You yeah. Look at the back line, you go Stuart Hogg over Mike Brown, easy, you go Hugh Jones over Jonathan Joseph at 13, you probably go Tommy Seymour on one wing, Finn Russell at 10, 10%, 100%. Uh, yeah, so the goo this week, uh, John Barclay and Scotland, outstanding. Thank but you. I tip my hat to you and Thank your- you. Thank you. Thank you, I see. Fans, I've, Jim. I've, I've converted in basketball a lot. Yeah, I'm yeah. not Scottish, I'm English until we die. Uh, bad, Oh, where do we go? Stade Francais lost at home to Agen. Stade Francais are in free fall. Absolutely embarrassing. Quinn's fourth straight Premiership defeat uh, after losing at home to Newcastle. Nathan Earle, what was he doing?
2: Mate. Dropped yeah. the
0: ball over the line for Saracens. Twice did he?
2: Yeah, if there was a very bad. That is awful. Yeah, and we've talked him up on here. We have. For being the a, tripod. Out of a piece. He's yeah. off to Quincy,
0: is he? Is that He's true, off yet? to Quincy, it, yeah. it is announced. Yeah, think, it is it? announced, yeah. Um, so that was pretty bad. Yeah. But the bad this week, England. We were bad. Really bad. We were really, bad. really bad. Really bad. 13 penalties against us and 13 turnovers. That just shows the dominance at the breakdown of Scotland. We were bad. England this week, we've talked them up. I've talked them up. I've eaten so much humble pie over the last two days and every other day of my life for a long long a time. A lot of other pies. And a lot of other pies, yeah. Thank so you, Nigel Owens. Thank you. The bad this week goes to
2: England. Thank
0: you, Nigel. And then the ugly. Um, Dan Bigger complained to the referee that he was tackled in the air. Too busy moaning. He spilled the ball. It could have cost his team. That's pretty, that pretty ugly. He, he throws his arms around uh, around a lot, doesn't he? He does. Appealing for everything. Him. A
2: lot of tennis do that.
0: Yeah, I think I used to do it, but I think it's disgusting. You shouldn't do it, boys. Yeah, well, it Referees, yeah. is you don't want to be like a footballer. And he is that, the way he does come across. And when you see the arms going up like that, Farrell does it as well a lot. Yeah. Um. So the, uh, tens do do it, but I think Dan Bigger needs to have a, a little word with himself. But I suppose the ugly this week, poor old Jamie Heaslip being forced to retire earlier than he's liked because of injury. And also Jack Condy retiring at the end of the season because he's been told an old knee injury means it's not possible for him to keep playing at the professional level. Yeah. Um, so yeah, ugly this week, retirements um, and players having their careers cut short.
1: That is the Rugby Pod. Thank you very much for listening. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter, review us on iTunes and check out eventbrite.co.uk for upcoming details and tickets to our live shows. Rugby Pod. Rugby Pod. Pod, pod, pod.